Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. And I must apologize, I thought I already reviewed Fear Street Part 1, 1994. Yeah, this is one of those where I thought of a podcast in my head over the weekend or whatever, and then never really recorded it <laughs> because it, I guess it was the holiday. And uh, I thought, yeah, I, I reviewed that. I And then a week goes by and you go, oh, wait, I didn't. And the second one's coming out. So Fear Street, part one, 1994. I didn't pay any attention to any pre-hype on Netflix or anywhere else. I'm... Not really a Goosebumps fan that came out when I was a little bit older, so that was a little young for me. And I know this this is something that R.L. Um, Stein wrote after uh, for an older audience, but it was news to me. Really didn't know anything about it. I was just out of the loop. And so when it debuted on Netflix, I've got friends and other people all of a sudden are just like, wow, this is really surprisingly good. So I looked it up, checked some reviews, and fa- figured out what it was all about and watched it. And the short version is, you need to watch this if you like old school horror movies. This was great. That's a short review. I'm not going to get into major spoilers, but we can talk about the movie a little bit with the second part coming out this weekend, sometime around when this is going to debut. Uh, Netflix did a weird thing. They bought the property, they filmed three movies, and they're releasing them one week after the other. I really had no idea. Because when the first previews popped up, I went, oh, look, another uh, teen horror movie based on something that looks like Stranger Things. And actually, there's all sorts of fan theories out there that this is going to tie into Stranger Things somehow, some way. But this trilogy... uh, People are praising it for the performances, the direction, the cinematography, all the nods to other things. It's got an incredible soundtrack from the 90s. This is exactly how an homage to old classic slasher movies should be done for a modern audience, in my opinion. Because like I said, when I started watching this, I'm like, man, another another horror movie about teens and high school and a curse. And ah, oh, I just it was, a you know, if it didn't have such a, a really great opening, <laughs> it really does. Um, I don't know that I would have stuck around for it, but I did. And because everybody said you really need to see this, I was thoroughly entertained the whole time. I don't want to get into spoilers because there's going to be two more movies and when they're all done, we can talk about them, right? But the second movie is coming out this weekend that goes back to 1978, which is talking about something that happened previously. If you just take this movie as a whole, like clip off the last 20 seconds that leads into something else, um, it's a good slasher movie, modern times You can tell they worked on this for years. I mean, this began development back in 2015, and 20th Century Fox was going to make it, and then it moved around, and they were going to do a theatrical release, and then it got pulled because of the pandemic, and then Disney bought 21st Century, and then uh, Netflix finally got it last August, (laughs) and you know, the pandemic threw a lot of industries into turmoil, and this was one of them. But I'm glad it came out. Really, I haven't had this much fun watching a throwback kind of movie i don't know if ever i mean there have been a few throwback type films that have done a really great job but this one just hit on all cylinders i thought between the soundtrack the performances and the overall story i i was gripped from beginning to end and i can't wait to see the next two although the the last one is 1666 i i hope they can make that one scary you know, (laughs) the 1978 definitely looks like a friday the 13th throwback and I'm, i'm quite excited about that 
So, like I said, we'll do a spoiler review when all three are out. We can talk about it. But if you haven't watched in the last week, Fear Street Part 1, 1994, and you don't know anything about the sequel coming out, if you like old school horror movies, you, you have a sense of humor, especially a dark sense of humor, and you like 90s tunes, man, this is... The garbage song they played towards the beginning actually came out in, in 1995, but maybe a single hit in the end of 94. I'll cut them some slack on that. But the rest of the soundtrack does fit the movie that takes place in 1994. Everything was pre-94 except for that one track. And it's a great soundtrack. I mean, if I didn't already own all those songs, I'd be like picking up the soundtrack like Guardians of the Galaxy is just a good mixtape, but I'll, I'll make one because, again, music is one of my favorite things on the planet, but it can do so much for a a movie. And you can't tell me John Williams' score and Jaws and Star Wars didn't make those movies. They were already great, but that just elevated them. And when you have a music-oriented soundtrack, a a popular music-oriented soundtrack, if they get the mix right, the right songs for the right people that are watching the movie with the right vibe, it can be great and it can elevate just like an orchestral soundtrack. And this really did. There's really, I don't have any complaints. I, I really thought I'd be doing a review going, well, it kind of delved on all this, it, it dwelled on all this teen angst stuff. Didn't really. I mean, yeah, there's a normal amount of that in there, but I didn't think too much. It's actually quite fast-paced um, and quite interesting. And and the horror is, in the middle, you're like, okay, well, maybe maybe the beginning was kind of a fluke. Oh, no. And when the horror comes, it hits hard, which I think, is another thing that elevates this movie. Had they PG-13'd it, or let's not do a full-blown, really good horror kill, that would have killed the movie. But putting somebody through a meat slicer or whatever and showing it close up, good job. Uh, Fear Street Part 1, 1994, best little horror movie I've seen in a while, especially if you're looking for a throwback to the early 90s and the kind of slasher picks we don't get anymore. And I'm all in for the next two. I hope you are too. It's currently streaming on Netflix. I'm Scott Hamilton. The Rock File is my website because Rock File is my nickname. It's got links. And please like, share, and subscribe. Love that. And I appreciate you listening very much. I'll catch you on the next one.